Welcome to Tackless Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between to another episode of Tackless Radio, and Happy New Year! It is finally 2024, and I don't know about y'all, <laughs> but I had a good time in 2023. I actually was just thinking about how my 33rd birthday all the way into when I turned 34 last year, you know, shout out to my Sagittarius's, was a good year. I did some reflecting thought about my life and where I wanted to go in terms of the new year switching over but I didn't really do all the extra things you know I know us black people Latino people Asian people we all do our own new year's eve traditions and I know that specifically for black people we like to get the black eyed peas and the greens we like to have whoever is the first one to walk through the door for the new year. They have to have money in their pockets. I know everybody does their sweeping. Um, I even heard in like some of the Latino cultures, they got to like run down the street with a suitcase and wear red panties and eat six grapes under the table. It's funny because we all have that cultural significance to why we celebrate New Year's Eve in the way that we do. But I'm just going to let y'all know straight up, I didn't do too much of the New Year's Eve traditions, December 31st into January 1st. If anything, I was just kicking it. I was chilling, you know, just really enjoying having my break, having my holiday. But I really didn't do a lot of my New Year's Eve traditions because I like to do my New Year's Eve traditions in March when it is the real New Year when winter comes to an end and then we have spring when we actually are transitioning into the spring equinox leaving the winter solstice so things are in bloom things become alive and if you ever wonder to yourself why your new year's resolutions that you are setting for yourself in the dead of winter just never really make it past february try setting your new year's resolutions in march Try setting them around March 21st, early April, and see if that makes a difference for you. Because I've noticed for me that it definitely makes a difference. Because it's warm outside, because you have the spring and it's not snow and it's not cold and the days are getting a little bit longer. Like your body just wants to be more productive in the spring. We supposed to be hibernating right now. We mammals. <laughs> We're supposed to be hibernating right now. And y'all now want to get in the gym and y'all want to start your business and kick up that podcast and really get on the grind. It's not going to work. You're going to literally run into a wall, in my opinion. I'm not saying that it wouldn't work. I'm just saying that you have an opportunity if you set yourself up just a little bit better alongside the seasons, alongside Mother Earth. If you listen to nature, if you listen to your body, 
I'm just saying there may be another place that you can do all of your cleansing and your New Year's traditions and setting your resolutions and wanting to do better for yourself. I'm just saying there might be another place within the year that you could set all of those intentions and really set yourself up for success. Because I'm not going to lie, setting myself up for success in the dead of winter at the top of January never fucking works out for me. It just never works out. I feel sluggish. I feel lazy. We getting seven inches of snow today. I don't want to do shit. And I would feel so bad if last week I was like, I'm going to get in the gym every day. I'm going to eat salads every day. I'm going to go on a walk every day. And then I get pummeled with seven inches of snow and it's raining and the streets are slick. And now what I wanted to do, I can't do. I can't even fucking leave my house. Then you like, then you feel bad. Now you're getting down on yourself and you're like, oh, bitch, we just set these New Year's resolutions and we already failing on them. Yeah, because we supposed to be like black bears and we supposed to be inside eating, sleeping and taking it easy. I'm just saying. But welcome everybody to 2024. And let's go ahead and jump into Shit I Saw, where I love to grab something hilarious out of the ether webs that is social media and online. And I bring it back here to discuss with you. So this Shit I Saw is gonna be really quick because I made this video a couple days ago on my TikTok and it has 2.5 million views. So a lot of people are talking about it. So I'm just bringing it over here to my platform to discuss further with you all. And what I wanna discuss is that crazy ass leap that that man made over the judge's bench to attack that judge after she basically said that he was given way too many opportunities and way too many chances to do the right thing and he needed something different. Now, first off, when we all saw that video, we laughed, we chuckled, we made the gymnastics jokes, we made the NFL jokes because we all are still wondering who got that one angle from the side so we can really see how the fuck he got all the way up there. I'm still flabbergasted that he not only got up there, but he cleared it. It wasn't like he put his hands down on the bench and then swung his body over. He came with a running start and like hurtled over the judge's bench. Like, and I know a lot of y'all maybe have not been in court before. I have. That judge's bench is not low. It's at least seven, eight feet. It's high. It is a high bench to clear. And he cleared it with ease, which lets me know that man probably was off his meds. So let's get into it. So let's go ahead and get into it. Last week in Las Vegas, Dioba Redding was called to court because he has now been in court nine times in front of Judge Mary Kay Holthus. Apologies for mispronouncing your name. I believe it is pronounced Holthus. Dioba Redding has committed several different crimes from breaking and entering, domestic violence, and he was in front of that judge on that fateful day for battery. Yes, for battery. 
he made a plea to the judge, letting her know that he has changed his life around. And because he changed his life around, he deserves freedom and not to be in jail. He deserves another chance. Mind you, this man has not successfully completed parole or his probation, but he is asking for another opportunity. He is asking for another chance. And the judge stated, with a history like that, my love, you're gonna need something different. Let me put a little pin in discussing the case really quickly. I too would lock that motherfucker up. You can't be going around breaking into people's houses, putting your hands on people and smacking people around and think that you're gonna get chance after chance after chance. I am a really big believer in positive reinforcement. But if positive reinforcement isn't working, then baby, we gotta move to negative reinforcement. And jail is the negative reinforcement. Now, what I hate about social media, about the interwebs, about people, it allows those who are ridiculously ignorant to have a voice. Because the amount of people, men and women, that I saw stating that, well, maybe she shouldn't have got so smug. Maybe she shouldn't have been sassy. Maybe she shouldn't have been playing with that man's life and talking out the side of her neck because that's what she gets. I want you all to understand that that woman didn't say anything crazy. She wasn't smug. She wasn't glaring at him. She wasn't even being like sneaky and shysty. She literally said, because of the history that you have, I think you need something different. Which I think we all could agree, that man definitely needs something different because parole and probation and him not being in jail hasn't been working. From the last case, he was bonded, so he was out on probation, on parole. So he wasn't, sit, so he wasn't sitting in jail waiting for his court case. He was out and about as a quote unquote free man, but still wasn't doing what the fuck he was supposed to do. So because he wasn't sitting in jail, when he came to court, he came to court as a civilian, uncuffed. He didn't change one bit. The moment he didn't get what he wanted, he attacked the judge. So he didn't change. Because if he changed, he wouldn't be adding additional battery charges to his rap sheet. And a lot of you all are getting on my fucking nerves talking about she deserved it. But I understand why you all are talking about that judge deserved to be attacked. Because you all are misogynist. Because you all are sexist. And I hate the fact that I have so many people on my video, on TikTok, telling me that I'm immature for stating the obvious that you all are being sexist and you all are being misogynistic by talking about that's what this woman deserves and all she is doing is her fucking job. It's because this is a woman who is in a male dominated field and she has power over another man. And so many men hate that because they feel like they're the only ones that get dominion over men and women. But let there be a woman in a position of power. You all are trying to attack her, to unalive her, to harass her, to quit. You all hate seeing women in positions of power. 
and let that be a position of power that is regularly held by a man, you all are foaming at the mouth because y'all got rabies. And the fact that you all were cheering that that judge got attacked lets me know everything that I need to know. It lets me know that you all are demented just like that man and maybe too deserve to be under the jail. Because for all of you all cheering and jeering and slapping fucking fives because she got pulled down to the ground and, uh, and assaulted in court, lets me know everything that I need to know. And it's not new. You all cheering a woman getting attacked for doing her job doesn't shock me. I understand the world that we live in. Men are vicious and vile. And you all get a hard on when you see women attacked. Not all men, it's just the men that are misogynist and sexist, but you all were raised in a misogynist and sexist society. So majority of you all have that thought process unconsciously. Now, the other thing I do wanna to touch on, which is very important for us to talk about and for me to mention, is that Dioba Redding, which is this man's name, suffers from bipolar disorder and schizophrenia which has me wondering about his upbringing because I believe his foster mother was in court with him and it seems as if this man has had a very interesting upbringing and because I'm thinking that he had to have been showing signs since he was a child if he has bipolar disorder and schizophrenia and he's been diagnosed with these things to the point that he has medication for it, then he was showing signs, received help, and, he, and it seems like there is a medical plan on what he should be doing. Shockingly though, the day that he went to court, he was off his meds, which I guess led to the assault on the judge for him simply not hearing what he wanted to hear. For him simply assuming and thinking he was going to get chance after chance after chance, which is not the case. But it is important that we do talk about mental health in this regard, because so many people in the black community think that mental health isn't important, that it's a whole bunch of baloney, that it's a farce, that it's a, that it's a crutch that it's bullshit and just weak shit and just man up or be stronger than that or you can be strong enough to get through depression you can be strong enough to overcome your schizophrenia like it is so sad that we aren't further along in our conversations in the black community about mental health because it's very important all of the kids is oh ain't nothing wrong with that boy or ain't nothing wrong with her she just fast she just being bad no these kids need help because if you're not helping the child at a young enough age, they turn into deoberating and they attack judges and they go to jail forever. So we need to start having more realistic conversations about mental health in the black community. We need to destigmatize getting assistance and help for the mental health issues that the black people in our communities and in our families are going through. We shouldn't be shaming people for talking to a therapist. We shouldn't be shaming people for seeking out a psychiatrist. 
We should be assisting those people. We should be helping those people. Because Dioba Redding, at the end of the day, he needs help. Yes, we can crack the jokes and talk about misogyny, but at the end of the day, that man needs help. And now he is going to jail where he won't get the appropriate help he needs. Now he's gonna sit in a cell and rot, which isn't the best for your mental health, if you ask me, because, and I don't even have time for this conversation, but we need better rehabilitation programs and we need better ways of rehabilitating the people in our communities. And it ain't that fucking jail cell, if you ask me. So this is a larger issue of a larger issue amongst the jokes that we have been cracking. I saw the video, I gave me a little chuckle, but I was also like, I hope the judge is okay. Because the police and the security fire them all. They were slow as fuck. They weren't even strong enough to get that man up off of her. With them cartoon punches in the back, meek, 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 meek. Wasn't doing shit, baby. Wasn't doing shit. Fire all of them. Y'all wasn't quick enough. Y'all wasn't strong enough. Y'all were not on y'all job. Y'all was not standing on business. And what I thought was very interesting, also commendable, was that today, Dioba Redding actually came back into court to face that same judge so that she can finally hand down the sentencing that she was going to hand down before he attacked her. And she said that I want this to be on the record, that I am not changing anything. I have not updated anything. The same sentence I was gonna give him last week before he attacked me is the same sentence I am giving him today. And he got 19 to 48 months in jail. Now, he will be charged separately for the additional battery on the judge before the previous things that this man did he will have to be in jail between 19 to 48 months i believe there's another trial to be had so that we can get some more sentencing so that he understands i think just holistically all the time that he has to serve but i also thought that it was very commendable that the judge was not leaning on a bias and that's the first thing everybody said was, well, why would he be in front of the same judge again? That doesn't seem smart. He attacked her. Wouldn't she be biased against him now? And she stated, no, I'm not going to be. The same sentence that I was going to give him last week, I'm going to give it to him today. It was written down last week, same little piece of paper. Whoop, whoop, here it is. That's what, that's what he doing. And I commend her for that. I definitely commend her for that because she knows, like we probably all know, that that separate charge for attacking her is going to be way worse, baby. It's going to be way worse. <sighs> that was definitely some crazy shit that I saw, and I know y'all saw it too. Welcome, welcome back to your tactless take of the week. Now, I'm just gonna keep it quick because we got a lot of things coming up for you all. We got some interviews. We got some new show material that I am super, super excited to give to you all this year. We're getting on top of 
the scheduling. We are getting the YouTube page popping. We are getting the interviews in. We are talking to the people in the streets. So I'm just going to keep the tackless take this week super quick because I wanted to more so let you all know to be following, liking, sharing my content, my material. And I also want to let you all know that I've been very appreciative of all of you who have been on this journey with me for the last three years. And it's crazy to say that out loud that I've been working on this podcast, building this podcast, building this brand for the last three years. And I'm so appreciative of every single one of you all being on this journey with me. So the tackless take, which is where I love to give you all something to go forth with, just a little knowledge nugget, something for you to think about, meditate with, something for you to reflect on. The tackless take this week is to do something that scares the shit out of you. Do something that scares the living daylights out of you. Have that difficult conversation. Take that trip. Go on that journey. Go see that person. Make that call. Take that leap of faith. But for 2024, do at least three things that scare the living daylights out of you. I've already done one. I've already done one. <laughs> like January 1st, I did mine and woo, it was tough. It was difficult. It was tears, but I'm a better person for it. I feel so much better with that weight lifted off of me, but it was so scary for me to share this information with the person that I needed to share it with because it was something that I've been holding on for at least 30 years. It was tough. It was difficult. It was scary as hell, but I faced my fear. I had that difficult conversation and I am so much better for it. So now I got to go and figure out the other two scary things I have to accomplish before 2025. But I want you all to do three scary things for yourself this year to overcome those fears, to overcome that trauma, to build yourself up, to become stronger. I want you to figure out what are those three things that you can do this year that's gonna make you a stronger and a better person come 2025. When we talk about becoming a better person and when we talk about healing and growth, it's all flowery and it's all rainbow and it's all fluffy and it's all happy and that shit is a lie. It is a lie. Healing is not happy. It is not clean. It is messy as fuck. Okay? That's what I'm realizing as I get older and older and older. This healing shit is for the birds. And it's not for everybody. That's why, that's why a lot of people are stuck where they are. Because to heal and to grow and to put fire to your old self and to burn what you no longer need Baby, it is not for the weak. It is not for the weak. To face your own internal demons, it's not for the weak. And a lot of people cop out. A lot of people cop out. Those people who are like, yeah, I just really haven't been able to find a therapist that works for me. That may be true. But the moment the therapist starts talking about accountability, your ass is out of there. Because every single time it starts to get a little difficult, every single time you got to turn the mirror around and you got to look at you, 
you bail. But let's try not doing that this year. Let's try doing three scary things that we don't bail out of. Let's try to do three scary things that we don't avoid. Anxiety be damned. Because all of that shit is scary. I know it is. I'm going through it myself. But you can do it. You have to do it. For you. For the higher you. For the little yous coming behind you. You have to do it. I believe in you. You're going to do great. And if you ever need any assistance, I'm always here to help.